Well, hello, and welcome back to another exciting uh, podcast, The Faith Awakens, with me, uh, your friendly university chaplain and director of campus ministry, Father Tom Hennon, and as always, my co-host... Megan Grady, student, but not the only student here today, right, Father Tom? That is absolutely correct. We have two students with us here this afternoon on the line with us, um, in addition to Megan, of course. And so uh, the first is Jenny Dickus. And so, Jenny, why don't you say a little bit about yourself? Introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. It's great to be here. Uh, My name is Jenny Dickus. I'm a senior, and I have a double major, biology and psychology, and I've been minoring in theology. Awesome. Awesome. And we also have with us Clay Colborn. So, Clay, introduce yourself. Uh, Yep, I'm Clay Colborn. I'm a senior, uh, accounting major, um, getting ready to start the master's program this summer, and I'm happy to be on this hit podcast. Are we in the millions of viewers yet? Um, Just shy, just shy of millions, I think. Um, Actually, well shy of millions. Um, I I think I can safely say that we are in the hundreds of listeners when you add everybody up all together. So I think that's a hit. Um, Yeah, I'm going to call that a hit, period. So, yeah, great to have you both on. As you all heard um, who are listening, they are both seniors, and so part of the reason that we wanted to have Jenny and Clay on today is just to kind of hear a little bit of the senior perspective, um, because Megan is only a a, a lowly junior, so she's got another year ahead of herself here. Um, I am below them. As much of a a bummer as it is for you not to be able to finish out your junior year on campus and all of the normal things that happen here, it's got to be doubly or triply so for our seniors. Um, So we want to kind of hear from them. And um, so maybe I'll just start with Jenny. Jenny, what has this whole experience, COVID-19, the pandemic, and uh, the the move to distance delivery and and not being able to be physically present to your friends and peers and teachers on campus, what's this been like for you and how are you handling it? Yeah, I think the hardest part has been not being able to say goodbye to a lot of people because we all left for spring break and we assumed we were coming back and there's so many people that I may never see again that I never had the chance to actually say a proper goodbye to. And that's been hardest for me. I mean, even down to like saying goodbye to Owen in the cap, I was really just wanted to thank him for all those omelets and just little things like that have gone through my head. (laughs) But the hardest part has definitely also been graduation being canceled because that's the last hurrah for everybody. And trying to stay positive with it all, but I know we will get a walk at some point. And the good thing with Clay and I is we both have graduate school, so we do get a graduation later for sure as well. So that helps too, but there's a ton of seniors who don't. So that's really just been hard for a lot of people. I know. Yeah. I was telling Tammy and Lauren today in the office almost, yeah, every day I think of two or three more students that I would normally have interacted with just casually even passing on campus or said hi to it. They're like, ah, oh, I can't, I can't say goodbye, you know, especially if they're seniors or, yeah. um, or I never really got to say, you know, Hey, how are things going or check up with them again? And you're right. It was very abrupt coming back from uh, spring break and then moving into this and then not knowing what it was going to be. And then it was just kind of one thing after another that um, prolonged it. So, Clay, how about you? Um, what's this like for you right now, and how are you holding up? Um, I'd 
same with Jenny. It's been pretty weird in terms of we had kind of made all these plans to see people in the last few weeks before we all kind of went our separate ways. And now it's just this weird situation of uh, thank, thank God we obviously all have, you know, Zoom and FaceTime and phone calls so you can still connect with people. But um, you, you almost take for granted those moments of, you know, just getting to hang out with people every day and you're just, you all live right next to each other. And then just in an instant, we're all back to high school students stuck in our parents' basements and <laughs> we're all dying to see people. And uh, in terms of, you know, putting this in perspective, we all still have our health and our families are doing all, doing well. And so um, take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to hear for sure. What has been the um, the other than what you've mentioned already about not being back on campus and being able to say goodbye to people and connect with people in the way that you would if you were here, um, you know, just from your uh, new existence at home in these circumstances, what has been a thing that has been particularly challenging or um, the bane of your existence? <laughs> and what has been a surprising joy, maybe, or a blessing that was revealed to you in the midst of all of this that you could not have foreseen otherwise? And I know I'm just dropping that question on you both. Um, so uh, whoever feels like they got an answer ready, go for it. Yeah, um, I'd say one of the hard parts is living with the parents in yeah. regards to we still have classes and I'm often in class and my mom walks in or yells at me to come do something and I'm on a live stream class <laughs> and just stuff like that. I need my alone time too, but um <laughs> It's also a good thing because they are feeding me laundry, everything like that. Um, one of the best things has been my dog, Zoe. I knew it. Um, I knew it. You knew I I couldn't go through this without saying it. her. Jenny <laughs> loves her dog more than most, no, more than all people. Yes, she is in higher in the hierarchy than uh, most people. She's adorable. If you haven't met her or heard about her, she's a little shih tzu. She's a cuddler, so we cuddle every night together, and that's been amazing. But... Another positive has been that I've also tried to get a little more into this Easter season because my Lent kind of felt ruined with all of this. So I'm kind of trying to do praying the rosary every day during the Easter season. And now that I have all this time, it's actually really nice to have some alone time when my mom doesn't walk in on me. So, Well, that's good. What about you, Clay? Uh, any any major thorns in your side with all of this uh living at home and then any surprise blessings? Um, I guess for thorn in my side, I'm like Megan. I live out in the country in a small town. So uh, it's kind of just me in the trees right now. So, so if my parents are working or something, it's, you know, I got to either find someone to, t- someone to talk to. I'll call somebody or um, I'm about a week away. I think from going outside and talking to birds and squirrels, like I'm snow white, but um <laughs> Uh, but in terms of blessings I think uh, it's weird in a way that you kind of appreciate having a little bit of free time um, where you can maybe relax a little more you can you know finally get a chance to read a book you've been trying to read for a while or um, even just start going on runs again or something you've been putting off and I've been uh, going on runs again which I stopped doing for probably a year and uh that's been pretty nice, just a daily thing to get out of the house and get some fresh air. So, Yeah, 
Megan, what about you? Any um, big, big problems living at home? We've probably uh, talked about that a little bit, but also I want to hear about the hidden blessings part. Um, I, I guess, I guess I don't really have like huge problems at home. They're just like little things. Like in, I feel like I'm always in the minority of people that I love, like my family, not in the, not like that, but like, I love going home. Um, this is a little too long for me. I think, I think I've found my limit, but, um, yeah, I love, I, my family's great. My sister's hilarious. I never, I never get to see her usually because she's an engineering major at Bradley. So she's always, uh, has like 50 million tests, which, um, are even 10 times harder when you have to do it online. So I try not to bother her, even though I have like a bunch of free time, uh, but, uh, I've been doing, I've been going on runs. That's been like Clay said, that's been a good way for uh, me to get out of the house. Um, even though I don't have a lot of, uh, places to run because my town is about, uh, four miles, uh, long and wide. So, uh, I run every street, um, uh, while I'm here, uh, twice over. So that's been kind of bad, but I did watch, um, I don't know if you guys probably don't know the show. It's called Wings. Clay might know it because he knows old shows. But oh, yeah. um, I watched an entire marathon of that yesterday. Isn't that the one set in the the airport in Nantucket? Yes. Uh, it's, yep. it, it came out in the like early to mid-90s. Yeah, I watched a lot of that when it was on television in syndication. I used yeah. to, like, Lowell was one of the characters. Yeah, Lowell, yes. Um, gosh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is, that's a trip down memory lane. But I literally uh, yeah. from from like nine AM till about I wanna say like eleven PM, that's what I did all day. I just watched that. <laughs> so I'm just so, imagining you doing this run through your town and like people on their front porches, you know, observing social distancing saying, Good morning, Megan. Good morning, Megan. Hi, <laughs> Megan. You that know, is a like, real thing because no one else in all, like, even in high school, all my team was from, like, out in the country, so they never ran in town, so now it's just me. So I just, I, like, wave at everybody. I just waved. You can't see that because this is a podcast, and sometimes I forget that, but I, I waved. I was showing how I waved. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I like doing that, too. I like seeing my neighbors and stuff, and they're encouraging most of the time. So. What about you, Father She's been making quite a production. What's that? Wait, oh. oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Since Clay brought that up, I guess I'll plug myself. Um, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I've been uh, rating things on Friday. I think I talked about a little bit about this last yeah. time, but on Fridays I've been uh, picking things uh, to rate. Last Friday I rated sidewalks. Um, so like the sidewalks around town, which are not good. Um. Yeah, so I've just been doing that uh, mostly for myself. I guess other people like it too, but literally, I like. I was telling somebody the other day that said they liked it. I'm like, I like. I could care less what people think. I just, I, I like making myself laugh. So, is this on Instagram? It is. It's not. I have to follow you on Instagram to to find it. Yeah, I don't remember my own Instagram handle, so I'm not good at uh, plugging my own. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll have to figure it out and. it's under the, the Instagram handle. It's under the Instagram handle Run Rate Repeats. Very catchy. I thought of it myself. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Okay. Also cool. featured on Snapchat. Oh uh-huh. yeah. Don't don't give people my Snapchat. That's weird. 
Yeah. It's a good self-promotion. Nicely done. Thank you, Clay. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, I can tell you I had a different experience this weekend of all of this uh, because uh, I don't teach very often here, and I have not taught undergraduates here yet, actually, but I still teach a little bit for the Deacon Formation Program for the diocese. I do uh, some of the introductory moral theology stuff with them. And so I had that class back in February, and then uh, the second part of it was this past weekend. And, of course, back in February, we were able to be actually in physical space with each other still, and I much prefer that kind of way of teaching, too, and the back and forth and the questions that can come up and the camaraderie and, and all of that kind of... And that's what a lot of students that come to Ambrose want, too. They want that small classroom experience and uh, interactive and, and all of that. And so we had that in February, and then, of course, all of this happened and turned the world upside down on us so that the class that we had this weekend we had to do all through uh, through the uh, through the computer and and uh, uh, you know from a teaching perspective it wasn't that much more it wasn't that different in the sense that you're still presenting the same material and I was still using powerpoints and things like that to kind of keep me on track and um, I definitely missed the, the personal interaction um, I I probably as a student when particularly like that way of learning or just kind of sitting and listening, staring at my screen for hours, um, other than maybe the fact of being able to do that from the comfort of my own home and turn off my camera every now and then and that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I, my heart goes out to all of you students that are having to learn in that way that is not probably your preferred method of learning either, or else you wouldn't have chosen to come to a small Catholic, you know, Midwestern liberal arts school. So. Yeah. yeah, and when you're a senior, you have even less motivation to do it. So that's been rough. Yeah, senioritis on top true. of COVID nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not good. But we're almost there. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Persevere. Persevere. Huh. Um. Yeah. So and and I know with uh you know Jenny you'd mentioned about commencement and and of course that is a big deal for people and and uh, kind of a rite of passage and a celebration of, you know, of one's accomplishments. And I know the university is working on some way to kind of virtually acknowledge that for now, not to be a replacement for commencement per se, because uh, there's not really a way to do that. But uh, And I know there's some discussion of trying to do something for a homecoming maybe in the fall, which for some people might be doable, for some people might not be doable, depending on what their situation is, if they move halfway across the country or if they're going to grad school and busy with that. Um, but I don't know. There's a part of me that's hopeful that that could be a really cool homecoming thing. That could make homecoming what a homecoming is supposed to be, like coming home to your alma mater, um, and especially after all of this, not having been able to see each other. And um, so we'll we'll wait and see what develops there. But I don't know. Is that something as students, as seniors that are graduating this year, that would kind of speak to you and think, ah, oh, yeah, if there's a way to do that, I'd come back for sure. Go ahead, Clay. Yeah, um, I know that I am already planning on coming back for homecoming because I love that weekend, and it's also they have the Quad Cities Marathon and stuff and fun races that weekend too. So it's already in my agenda to come back, and I've heard everyone say that would be way fun. It'd be like a party for everyone. So I think homecoming would be awesome, but obviously there would be people who wouldn't be able to make it back, which is unfortunate. But it would be, I think most people would try to make an effort what about you, yeah, Clay? I guess, 
I guess Jenny and I are kind of the minority in that we're we're still planning on moving on. Like we're still going to grad school, so um, we know we already have another one coming up. So in my brain, I've kind of already moved on. So like, okay, I have a, a second graduation coming in a year anyway. But um, there are people that I would love to see again um, if we were able to bring them all back or as many as possible for a homecoming situation. Um, that's the thing I would look forward to most with that. Not maybe necessarily um, me getting to walk across the stage. Yeah. Well, I know in, in before all of this even, uh, you know, the alumni office was talking, they like to put on what they call these affinity events, you know, whether it's based around a team or a club or that kind of thing. People that were involved in this activity or this activity while they were students, to have some sort of uh, gathering for those people at homecoming time, uh, reunions for various um, international trips and things like that. So we were talking about and developing a plan for some sort of campus ministry-related event. Um, What we were originally developing, and maybe we'll just stick with that for homecoming, was going to be like holy hour, happy hour. Um, So basically (laughs) have have something, some way of praying in the chapel together, um, because again, that space is very near and dear to people's hearts too, and, you know, kind of um, touches some heartstrings. So, you know, to have an opportunity when we are able to, again, to gather in physical space in our chapel, in Christ the King Chapel, and pray together in some meaningful way, and then and then to celebrate and have some time for social afterwards, maybe in the gathering space or somewhere else, and, and um, to be able to um, raise a toast, uh, that might be good. So we're, we're, we'll figure out where that goes, but I think that would be kind of an extra special event if we can pull it off for this homecoming. Please, Dale. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for sure. What has been, um, and I, you know, I, we, you know, Megan and I over the past several have talked about some of our kind of uh, how we're keeping ourselves sane or, you know, um, pleasures, uh, you know, watching wings or uh, running or whatever it might be, um, playing nerdy online role-playing games with my buddies, whatever it is. But um, have you? What have you found as your like go to? Ah, this is this brings me to my happy place, or this kind of um, allows me some uh, healthy escape uh, in the midst of all of this. Well, my favorite thing to do is read, and reading outside is even better because you get to be with nature. So that is what relaxes me the most. Um, something I look forward to is. My family and I were actually like watching old home videos now and we have game nights and stuff. So those I look forward to for the social interactions and laughing at my sister chop blocking me when I was one because she wanted my balloon. <laughs> and then when I want to be by myself and just enjoy a good book, I have read so many books since this has started and I love it. That's my favorite thing to do. So. I wish I could say I had used some of my extra time for reading, and I really have not, I'm sad to say, other than reading for what I had to do to prepare for, like, the class that I was teaching this weekend and that kind of stuff. But I I need to turn the corner on that. So kudos to you. But I knew you were an avid reader because when we went on spring break service trip, not this last year, but the year previous, you were a voracious reader. So any any particular, like, oh, this book changed my life reads? Um, Well, you know that I want you to read James Rollins still. Oh yeah, I haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> no, There's you a lot have of books it. I haven't no, to. don't worry, James I'll make you. Rollins. Okay. Yes. I'm writing this He's down. He's gonna pretend write it down. He's gonna pretend to write it oh, down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see here. I'll uh, it to you. <laughs> okay. 
Clay, what about you? Uh, I'm pretty much trying to keep a normal routine. Um, I like having that structure. So um, every day I'll do a workout. Uh, I've gotten way more time to practice guitar. And um, unlike Meg, I love old TV shows. So just like all the kids do, I sit down and watch Cheers and uh, Seinfeld and maybe some Andy Griffith. Uh, my oh, favorite yeah. channel is my favorite channel is Me TV. So I watch yes, like, my apps from the 60s. <laughs> That is great. Every college student does. It's, <laughs> yeah, um, like all, all the other fun people. Thing, yeah. Another fun thing has been my brother's a seminarian for the Diocese of Rockford, Illinois, and he's been out at St. Patrick's uh, Parish in St. Charles, Illinois, and they've been doing a lot of online stuff, uh, yeah. all their masses and um, kind of ask the priest kind of stuff, and he's been doing some of that, and that's kind of been a – a fun thing that's come out of this. So as a family, we've been sitting around the TV watching uh, my brother do stuff. That's fun. And that's, it's, and yeah, he's a TV star now. So. That's very cool. <laughs> yep. Everybody's having to get uh, savvy with this uh, social media stuff, whether they want to or not. So, yeah, I know, too, in campus ministry we're talking about, okay, well, um, even when things go back to normal, whatever that looks like, some of the stuff that we're doing, we need to keep, you know, we need to keep doing uh, to some degree um, as another way of or another avenue for students to connect with campus ministry at maybe a level that they're a little bit more comfortable with. So, yeah, we'll have to kind of figure out a, a game plan for that. But, yeah. Uh, did the Easter Bunny come to any of your homes? And uh, if so, what did the Easter Bunny leave? And uh, what has already been devoured and what are you saving for last? So I may have made the Easter Bunny give me an Easter egg hunt because I wanted one. And the best part was we hid eggs for Zoe with little dog treats in them, too. And she actually found two of them and were able to open them up herself and eat the treat. So she's definitely the smartest dog ever. Um, however, <laughs> the Easter Bunny would bring these um, the Reese's peanut butter eggs that are amazing and 10 times better than a regular Reese's Pizza's egg. Or regular yeah, why are they different? They... They are different. They're, better, I'll they're admit. smoother. I think they're smoother. I don't know what it is. Or more peanut butter. I don't There's know what it is butter, either. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely better. So I ate all of the ones that the Easter Bunny brought me. And I thought, oh, that's it. Like, I'm super sad. And like a week later, I'm going to my kitchen today, and there's a stack of them now in a candy jar. And my parents were hiding them from me because they thought I was going to eat them all. So that's not what was our Easter was. But I got more chocolate eggs to eat now. <laughs> Clay, what about you? Any favorites? Uh, honestly, this is the first year that we have never done, like, any type of find some type of Easter egg. We are, like, any. And by the first time, my brother's never been home. It was just me. And we decided uh, we just made a, a big dinner, and then we took some out to my grandparents' Um, just so they don't have to leave the house and uh, don't have to worry about making food. So, yeah, we just we just decided to make them some food and take that out to them as kind of our fun thing for the day. So, yeah, I actually did not do anything. First year ever, nothing this year. Mm-hmm. Megan, what was in your Easter basket? Um, I got a kite. Oh. So, yeah, no joke, I got a kite. I'm really excited about it. Um. Because it's really windy out. Well, it's been really windy out, so I can't wait to fly that. Um, but, yeah, like, 
like Clay said, I it didn't really feel like Easter just because we didn't. I mean, we we went to church online, but even then, it's like not. It's definitely not the same. Um, but yeah, I think about and I kind of talked about this last time we talked about Easter, but like we kind of forgot it was Easter. Like we started doing like my parents started doing stuff in the yard, and then I was doing homework. My sister was doing homework, and then we're like, oh, yeah, we, we it's Easter. Like I don't know. Not that the eggs have to be part of it, but I wish we would have hid some eggs because that would have been fun. I guess I could have hid some for myself, but that wouldn't have been that would have been stupid. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still have in my Easter basket uh, that somebody brought me. Um. Okay, I I was my own Easter bunny this year. I'll admit. <laughs> uh, so I got exactly what I wanted, and that was uh, so. I still have. Um, let's see, I think the I think the uh, Jelly Belly beans are gone now, um, but I think I still have a Cadbury cream egg sitting in there, and saving that for a special occasion. <laughs> What's the special occasion? I have What's no idea. <laughs> Probably the next time I have game night. I don't know. <laughs> So we were able to go outside been, uh, and take a big bite of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been jealous of your game room. We oh. are playing the same games over and over, and I just think I need to go raid your closet while you're gone. Funny you should mention that because um, I'm actually going to probably be moving out of the house that I'm currently living in, which is Campus Owns, and moving into an apartment on the fourth floor of Ambrose Hall, and that could yes. be happening in the next Yes. month or something. Wow. Uh, they're working on the apartment to get that ready and they're getting ready to sell this house and they've already actually had, you know, people looking at stuff like that. But anyhow, so in preparation for that move, I am actually looking at thinning out my game collection a little bit. So I'm probably going to be donating some games to the library. Um, they have a game shelf there now. And it's stuff that either I haven't played in a long time or I thought, oh, this would be really cool and it wasn't as cool as I thought or not my particular flavor of game. Um, but someone else might really enjoy it. So I'm probably going to thin out the shelf a little bit. I pulled off all of, the, all of the games that you could play solo with just one player since it's just me usually. Um, so, uh, so I'm going to keep those for sure. And, and, uh, and then I also have kept most of all, all the games that I can play with a large group of people in anticipation of us being able to be together again in a large group or for retreats and things like that in the future because it's always nice to have games that can play five, six, seven, ten, twelve people, and there are a few out there that do that. So, But, yeah, and I'm going to have to move again, and I don't really like that. I'm so excited. But, I will help you move. I'm so excited. You know, well, we'll we've see. talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, the elevator I, does I, not go all the way to the, that section of the fourth floor, so it only fine. goes up to the third floor, and you have to walk up a flight of stairs. We'll figure it out. But That's but why you've been running. Fun. You've I been training to... for this. You've been yeah. training for this. No, I like it. It's a good place. I'll, I'll happily live there. Actually, I'm kind of anxious to get in there sooner than later, just to be in there and settled. And but yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll keep you informed. Well, Jenny and Clay, especially, um, it's been great to have you on the show, Megan. It's always good to have you on the show, of course. But you're the usual co-host, so I'm not going to lavish you with praise. Um, but uh, Jenny and Clay. Uh, it is awesome to see your faces, which I can see, even though those listening to the podcast can't because we, we're having a simultaneous Zoom meeting right now. Uh, so good to see your smiling faces and uh, good to hear from you and, and all the best to you. And we are definitely thinking of and praying for you and looking forward to that time when you can come back on campus and, and uh, see us in person. So, yeah. Thanks for having us. 
Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. All right. Take care. Um, happy second week of Easter. And, uh, and I'll let Megan do our usual sign-off. Okay. I can do it. I can get it right. Sometimes I don't get it right, but I'm going to get it right. May the faith be with you. And with your spirit. Perfect. All right. That's a wrap. Take care. Bye-bye.